，享受工作，乐生活。就算不在办公室，也能从容应对线上会议。HP Dragonfly 透过专业的 HP Presence 设计，内建降噪及会议快速键，搭配清晰的 Ben and Offson 音效，增强音讯及视讯功能。HP Dragonfly 顶级商务笔电，采用 Windows 11专业版。让您在会议中享有最佳的视觉和听觉品质。President Tsai Ing-wen on Monday received a bipartisan congressional delegation from the U.S. at the presidential office. The delegation was led by Ed Markey, the chair of the Senate Subcommittee on East Asian and Pacific Affairs. Besides meeting Tsai, the delegation also held a closed doors meeting with ruling and opposition lawmakers at the Legislative Yuan and left Taiwan at 3:45 p.m. Let's hear what the president said to them. 在这样的关键时刻，呃，各位不远千里来访，用行动表达对台湾的友谊。At this critical time, we are receiving friends from afar who are taking concrete action to express their friendship with Taiwan. On behalf of all the people of Taiwan, I would like to thank all of you for being longtime supporters of Taiwan in the U.S. Congress. You are all extremely important friends of Taiwan. At this moment of uncertainty, we must do everything we can to maintain peace and stability for Taiwan. We have a moral obligation. To do everything we can to prevent an unnecessary conflict, and Taiwan has demonstrated incredible restraint and discretion during challenging times. The delegation's whirlwind Taiwan visit has ruffled feathers in Beijing. The PLA's Eastern Command has announced that, starting Monday, it will conduct live fire drills in the waters and airspace of the Taiwan Strait. Taichung City Councilor Lai Yihuang has donated 1 million NT to his local fire department in memory of his late wife. The late Liao Lihua has、uh, committed to social causes in her lifetime. Before her death, her husband promised her that he would donate to firefighters any funds left over from her funeral. Taichung Fire Department plans to use the gift to replace protective gear and defibrillators. 推着他。Memories flood back as Lai Yihuang looks through photos of old campaign events. He and his wife were always together. For more than 20 years, Liao Lihua lived with spinocerebellar atrophy. It restricted her mobility, and she used a wheelchair. Together, they still travelled widely to serve the public. After Liao passed away and her funeral was over, Lai found himself with a surplus of funds. Now he has donated over a million dollars in her memory. I thought if I can donate this money in a meaningful way, then it will be of great benefit both to the living and to the departed. I can help her love live on in the world. The one million NT donated to Taichung Fire Department will be used for all kinds of items that need replacing. Including 540 new sets of defibrillator pads, 560 suits of protective uniform, and four new portable oxygen tanks, the gift fulfills Lai's promise to his late wife to give back to society and keep spreading the love. These consumable items are also time sensitive. As a fire department, they can't buy too many pieces at a time, as they might get wasted. 
so it's a very awkward necessity. So I have donated this one-off gift of one million NT to the fire department. The KMT councillor's wife told him before her death that she cared deeply about challenges faced by the firefighters. To spend all this on people who need it, they will be grateful, and I believe that my wife in the other world will also feel it. Liao was devoted to social causes. Lai hopes this gift will be a way to continue her social work even in her absence, and maybe inspire others to do what they can as well. Taiwan has every kind of fish dish you could care to imagine, from sashimi to miso soup loaded with seafood. Especially in Pingdong, summer is a time for fresh fish and seafood of all types. At Hobihu Fishing Harbor, tourists flock to the amazing value sashimi, while at Hua Chao Market, there are more refined seafood dishes on offer. The chef slices salmon into rows of perfect sashimi, then turns to swordfish and tuna fillets. It's great value and delicious. Cheap, but the servings are big. I come here whenever I'm in Kanding. This joint is well known among seasoned fish fans. The affordable sashimi at this Hobihu eatery is a must visit in Kanding. A big plate of sashimi with 40 slices of fish is enough for a party, and a small one with 20 slices is a more economical choice. The prices are reasonable, it tastes great and the servings are big, it's awesome and so fresh. So we have our own boats and the catch is really big. It's hard to sell it in other places, so we sell it at our own restaurant. It's so cheap for the consumers. With an ample supply of fish, this restaurant owner wants customers to eat their fill. At weekends, the place is bursting with diners. People are lining, waiting for a table to come empty. But if you'd like a quieter atmosphere, there are more eateries to choose from. You can get a sashimi set from this retailer in Hua Chiao Market in Pingdong's Donggang. Six slices of swordfish and four slices of salmon and tuna, plus giant scallops and shrimp. There's a special discount if you order this mixed seafood platter to dine in. It's less than half price. Our seafood at Donggang is very fresh. You can come here and try it, and it's very convenient to go from here to Liuchou Island. Unlike the cheap and plentiful sashimi at Hobihu, the fish at Hua Chiao Market is a little more refined. Even the affordable miso soup has a little abalone to brighten it up to customers' delight. It's full of things and they all look very fresh. Whether you want a fancy treat or just a hearty meal, these Pingdong fishmongers have got you covered. Taipei mayor candidate Chen Shizhong on Monday released a video with Lia Chu, a young chef who won MasterChef Junior in the U.S. three years ago. In the video, the pair cooked Taiwanese dishes and Chu shared tips on making the perfect fried rice. They even celebrated the young chef's birthday with a cake and a song. <laughs> Is it like this? Back when I was younger, I could toss the food up into the air and flip it over in the pan. I can't do that anymore. Chen takes a moment to reminisce about his glory days in the kitchen. As part of a campaign event, Chen, who is running for Taipei mayor,
takes the stage with celebrity chef Leah Chu. Together, they cook up Taiwanese culinary favorites, including pineapple shrimp fried rice and honey glazed chicken over rice noodles. Caught up in the excitement, Chen accidentally burns himself. The first lesson I've learned in this celebrity chef's kitchen is don't put your hands near things that are hot. His encounter with the hot pan still fresh in his mind, Chen cautiously pulled back his hand at the sight of steam rising from the rice. It just takes practice. When you come into the kitchen, you can't be afraid of the heat. Chen was impressed by Chu's great skill and even gained some tips on cooking fried rice. The trick to cooking fried rice is to use cooked rice that's been refrigerated. You can take your leftovers from the night before and drop it in the pan. You can throw in anything you have in the fridge. Chu, 14, grew up in New York where her parents ran a restaurant. Growing up around a restaurant instilled in her a passion for cooking. Three years ago, she put her skills to the test at the U.S. edition of MasterChef Junior. These shrimp have great flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. The shrimp are very good. I've definitely got to try this chicken since I burnt my hand on the pan. The texture is great, very tender, and it's a bit sweet. As Chu's birthday had just passed, Chen prepared a cake for her and sang happy birthday. It was the perfect ending to a fun cooking lesson. Members of the opposition KMT on Monday held a press conference on the matter of human trafficking schemes luring Taiwanese nationals to Cambodia. The party members said that the government could explore mechanisms to prevent people from falling victim for the schemes. They also called on Ambassador-at-Large Lin Jialong to take responsible, responsibility for the matter as the head of the administration's new southbound policy. One of them said that Taiwan should cooperate with China to help rescue victims of the schemes, a proposal that was criticized by DPP lawmaker Chen Tingfei. Many reports have surfaced in recent weeks of Taiwanese people getting scammed after traveling to Cambodia for fake, high-paying jobs. In some cases, the victims of the scam say they were locked up, abused, and not allowed to return to Taiwan. But just how many victims are there? From January to June, 6,481 Taiwanese nationals flew to Cambodia. In that period, more than 3,400 Taiwanese nationals came back. We estimate that there are more than 3,000 Taiwanese nationals in Cambodia. Of them, 340 filed reports with us and requested our assistance. That's about 10%. We're not clear about the circumstances surrounding the remaining 90%. How many of them went there knowing what they were getting into? The job scams in Cambodia have become a major topic of debate in Taiwan. On Monday, the opposition KMT brought together representatives from several government agencies to discuss the matter. Would there be any way to conduct pre-departure checks to prevent Taiwanese from going to Cambodia and falling victim to these kinds of scams? Something like a time buffer to prevent this. Diplomatically, we are in a tough spot. We can't do anything about it. We should cooperate with our international friends. We can't deny that mainland China has extremely friendly relations with Cambodia. The judiciaries on both sides of the strait should restart consultations and cooperation. A lawmaker called on former transport minister Lin Jialong to take responsibility for the matter. 
We also want to take this opportunity to ask the New Southbound Policy Office to explain the situation. We also ask that Ambassador-at-Large Lin Jialong, as the head of the New Southbound Policy, take responsibility for the matter. I think that at this point in time, the KMT is just acting on political interests and to gather ammunition for the elections. It's extremely inappropriate. I think that the matter of rescuing Taiwanese victims of scams in Cambodia should be something that Taiwan should have support over across party lines. We shouldn't place our hopes on China. I think the KMT's reasoning on this is very strange. The DPP lawmakers said the KMT was trying to take advantage of the scams to get attention on the lead-up to the local elections. The United Nations has designated the year 2022 as the year of basic sciences for sustainable development. Events and activities on the issue will be held around the world until June 2023. Though Taiwan is not a member of the UN, the National Science and Technology Council has launched a series of plans to promote basic science for sustainable development in Taiwan. President Tsai Ing-wen attended an event to promote the program in Jilong on Monday. She took the opportunity to inspect the legend, a research vessel that costs 890 million NT. The vessel is equipped with systems that can collect accurate data under the water on things such as geological profiles, precious metals, or faults. Did you know that coriander could be a treatment for brain fog? Nutritionalists and traditional Chinese medicine doctors say the herb improves blood flow in the brain. That could be useful for people suffering from long COVID, but some people can't stand the taste of the herb, even if it has been a staple of Formosan cuisine for centuries. Let's take a look at the pros and cons of this most Taiwanese of herbs. Many of Taiwan's traditional snacks feature one common ingredient, Watling's pig's blood cake, intestine vermicelli soup, and stinky tofu. Yes, it's a fresh coriander garnish. But the distinctive taste of coriander is a nope for lots of people. This YouTuber known as Shi Wang Mo became famous for hating the herb. He grimaces as he chokes down a pizza covered in coriander. But did you know it's full of vitamins A, B, and C? With 63 milligrams of vitamin C in every 100 grams, it's got three times more of this important vitamin than tomatoes. It can promote good circulation and is a natural treatment for illnesses. Coriander also contains fiber. The things inside it can counteract some of the heavy metals in our bodies. So that's why it's got a detoxification effect, but you need to eat enough of it. You probably need to eat at least 100 grams. That's like the weight of one portion of vegetables, otherwise it won't have this effect. The benefits of coriander are also heavily recommended by President Tsai Ing-wen. On a visit to Taichung where she sampled soup dumplings and vermicelli noodles, she made a point of adding extra coriander. Traditional Chinese medicine doctors say that the high antioxidant content of coriander can help patients suffering from brain fog. It improves circulation in the brain, especially after COVID-19 and the brain fog that can be caused by long COVID, it can ameliorate the inflammation that causes brain fog. It can improve your memory. If you don't like coriander, you can try just adding a little bit. Although coriander avoidance is a well-respected dietary choice, these doctors say it will probably do you good, even if your taste buds don't thank you. 
Taiwan reported 15,596 local COVID cases on Monday. Health officials also confirmed 33 local BA5 infections over the past week in patients in northern, central, and southern Taiwan. They also confirmed Taiwan's first local infection of the BA4 subvariant. Taiwan's first local case of the BA4 subvariant is a man in his 30s in northern Taiwan. He developed a sore throat on August 5th. Four days later, he tested positive in a rapid test on August 9th. He went to the hospital that very same day and tested positive in a PCR test with a CT value of 16. The sample was sent to our lab and genetic sequencing confirmed it was the BA4 subvariant. He lives with three family members, all of whom tested positive in PCR and rapid tests when he was diagnosed with the virus. Their samples have been sent for genetic sequencing as well. The four of them are still in home isolation, and it doesn't seem that the disease has spread outside their unit. The CECC on Monday also announced an easing of quarantine regulations for arrivals to Taiwan. Starting September 1st, travelers will no longer be required to stay at home alone or at a quarantine hotel for their four-day self-health management period. Instead, they can stay at home with others so long as they stay confined to their own rooms, separated from the rest of the household. As with before, they'll still have to quarantine for three days alone in their own residence or at a quarantine hotel upon arrival in Taiwan. Only one elementary school student in Kaohsiung won this year's Presidential Education Award, 6th grader Li Guan Yu. At a young age, Li was diagnosed with cerebral palsy and has had to attend physical rehabilitation sessions multiple times a week for the past 11 years. On Monday, the awardee went to Kaohsiung Municipal United Hospital to donate 30,000 NT to the medical team that has taken care of him over the years. He holds up a red envelope containing 30,000 NT. It's a gift to thank the medical team at Kaohsiung Municipal United Hospital who took care of him. I won the prize and thought I should give it to people who need it more than me. I wanted to take the money and donate some of it to help them. Li Guan Yu was born prematurely and diagnosed with cerebral palsy. Since the age of one year and five months, he's had to go to the hospital between three and five times a week for rehab courses. That's been his life for the past 11 years to prevent muscle atrophy. The doctors and nurses would cheer me on. That gave me the motivation to push forward and stick with the rehab regimen. The process was very hard. He's just a small child. He'd be naughty sometimes, but we would always be encouraging, and he'd laugh and try to get through it. So I really admire him for that. Lee wipes off tears from his eyes, thinking back on his tough physical therapy days. But he quickly puts a smile back on his face. It's just like the rehab exercises, nothing that he can't overcome. Doctors took the occasion to remind parents that children with developmental delays should be sent for treatment as soon as possible. The sooner we intervene, the better the road to recovery, and the resources and costs end up being smaller. 
there is a golden period of time to intervene. The effects of treatment are best when we start before the child is half a year old. Lee can now walk by himself, supported with a walker. His perseverance and optimism have made him the only elementary school student in Kaohsiung to receive the Presidential Education Award this year. Now he's donating the award money to the hospital that has cared for him. He says that in the future, he hopes to specialize in internet software and develop an app to help people with disabilities study. Computer chips are in a global shortage, and companies worldwide are clamoring for the best chips from TSMC. The company hopes to meet the need with a new plant in Taizong, but environmentalists say the power requirements of the new plant will mean very high levels of carbon emissions. They hope that if the plants go ahead, the government can offset emissions by pushing forward with green energy goals. TSMC in 2015 completed the fifth phase of its expansion when it built its 15B factory in the central Taiwan Science Park. As TSMC is now planning a new plant in the same park, the Environmental Protection Agency on Monday expressed concerns, saying the plant will consume a large amount of water and electricity and generate a great deal of carbon emissions. The carbon emissions, my God, it will generate 3.51 million tons annually. That's 1.6 times what the 15B plant produces. Environmental activists are worried about the electricity needs of the planned expansion of Taichung Science Park, which would require an additional output of 1.8 generator units at Taichung Power Plant. They say the impact of this level of power generation will create a significant amount of air pollution, creating health problems for the city's residents. Our lungs are not air purifiers. They can't clean up the PM2.5 particles generated by coal-fired plants. Environmentalists say that if TSMC is to build a new fab in Taichung, the government should aim for 40% of electricity to come from green energy sources by 2024, and should bring that up to 100% by 2030. A new development project should take the lead by creating a good model and not be based on outdated ideas. With the world clamoring for TSMC's chips, Taichung is striving to host its new factory. Meanwhile, environmentalists are calling on Taichung Mayor Lu Xiaoyan to hold the company to high environmental standards and to protect the health of the city's residents.